It's the day before Thanksgiving. Let's go. Let's go. It's the day before Thanksgiving. I think I'm going to do a podcast marathon today. I think I'm just going to be podcasting all day about nothing. How does that sound? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Go for it. I don't care. Hopefully the dog doesn't bark the entire time, but we'll see. Um, what do we got on the schedule today? Meeting your friend. Shelby. Meeting your friend Shelby. That's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Do you think she would be too, uh, too, um, shy to, like, do a random interview? I think you should just, like, ask her some questions, but don't tell her that she's on a podcast. That she's on a podcast? I think that's a good idea. I'll just hold this microphone up to my mouth and not say anything about it. Yeah, um, uh, we got up early this morning and got some stuff done. Went to Mayor, my, Meyer, Meyer, I can't, still can't say it the way you say it. Meyer. 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 Mm-hmm. There it is, Meyer. There it is, guys. Now, if you were from Maryland, you'd know about Harris Teeter. Let's go, Harris Teeter. That's the grocery store that I grew up next to. But here in Michigan, they have Myers. I think Myers Myers are are in other states, right? They're not just in Michigan. Uh, That's a good question. I think they might have branched out. You might be right about that. Yeah, they definitely are in probably like Illinois and yeah, other Midwestern states. Um, Myers is cool. They they are usually 24 hours and uh pretty big they have a carhartt section at the and they have a columbia section so you know they have drip there if you need your drip along with your groceries (laughs) um i i'm starting to get into carhartt guys i really yeah i'm starting to get into it i'm getting into carhartt yeah yeah why why can't i be into carhartt Yes, you absolutely can ask Kanye. Okay. And does Kanye get Carhartt? Um, Kanye was wearing Carhartt in every single interview that he did, like the past year. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. I yeah. Thought it was like that. I see. I associate Carhartt with just like it being really warm, good gear. So I, I just think of like construction workers. Whenever I think of Carhartt. Yeah, no, I mean, it is technically what construction workers wear, but it's fresh. It's gear. It's absolutely gear. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I'm going to start rocking Carhartt. Speaking of Balenciaga, um, I saw something really fucking disturbing yesterday. Apparently, uh, and maybe people listening to this already saw this, but you should look this up. Uh, Tucker Carlson did a little uh, like segment on it. Apparently, Balenciaga released this new, like, fashion campaign, this, like, holiday season campaign, and uh, they had teddy bears with, like, S&M outfits on that, like, kids were holding, and they also had a, uh, like, picture with a purse, but underneath the purse was this, uh, 
this piece of paper it was a document that was actually a court case that was about like this it was like ashcroft versus something and that was a court case that was like outlawing like you know cp um cheese pizza uh and uh what else what other words start with cp No, 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 I'm saying I'm using CP as code so I don't get this podcast taken down because I can't say what the Ashcroft case actually outlawed. I was talking about kids. Yeah. There's there's a, a court case that was underneath. It was like a document that was a court case mm-hmm. that was underneath a Balenciaga purse that was taking a the purse was what was in the center of the photo. Mm-hmm. But if you look off to the side, there's like a bunch of like documents. No, I'm saying CP is already a code for something. I just can't say mm-hmm. what those two words are. I'm hoping you know what those two words are. Am I, but I'm allowed to say them? No, you're not allowed to say them, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. That, I thought maybe you were confused. I thought you were just trying to get me to come up with something to replace it. No, no, no. Cheese pizza is what you, just, is what you say. But anyways, um, yeah, that was really fucking weird that, that Balenciaga put out that campaign. Um, what the fuck is that about? Who is thinking that that is a good thing to do or uh, appropriate or not something that they would get in trouble by? See, that's what bothers me is that there is some sort of ethos in putting that out that's basically saying that this is okay and I'm allowed to do this. And that's sort of what disturbs me is who could be so brazen and why would they be so brazen as to think that something like that could be appropriate and that they could put it out without there being any kind of backlash. Or are there people who are just so cynical in the Balenciaga advertising department that say, yeah, we're going to get in trouble for this. Yeah, it's going to be something that people aren't going to like, but we're going to get a ton of free airtime. We're going to get a ton of free advertising, and we're just going to do this just to get our our clothes moved. I don't know. I doubt that it's that. I think it's more of the former. I think that there are people within that organization that are so detached from reality that they think that they can put out something like that without it getting um, genuinely, uh, sort of the, the disgust meter of people going off the charts and people just shunning it completely. I think a lot of people are going to, are going to, uh, protest Balenciaga. I know I am. I mean, but is it a for sure thing? It wasn't just like fake. No, it was, no, it was real. I mean, Tucker Carlson went over it. Um, it was totally real. It wasn't, I, that's the first thing I thought was that, oh, maybe this is just someone putting together some like fake campaign, but it looks like they probably didn't release it fully, but someone just came across it as like, this was something that they were drafting, (gasps) that they were drafting up and like preparing to release. And somebody released it early and was like, what the fuck is this kind of thing? Because it looked like unfinished. It looked like they had shot all of it, but, like, they hadn't really positioned everything the way they wanted to. Like, it looked like it was just sort of, like, uh... But how did you verify it wasn't fake media? Because Tucker Carlson went over it. If it was fake, they they have to vet stuff. It's Fox News. Oh. They would have to, like... And also, Balenciaga apologized. Oh, Balenciaga 
Yeah, Balenciaga apologized on on their official Instagram. They said, we're very sorry that those pictures came out. It wasn't our intention to use that as advertising. So it's like, what was it being used for? Why did you take those photos? Yeah, there something is up. Somebody in that organization thought that that was okay mm-hmm. to play around with that kind of imagery and to put a document that is the official court case that outlawed internet CP mm-hmm. um, underneath a Balenciaga purse. Like, why are you doing that? What is what is the message there? Right. You know makes you wonder if there aren't nine foot lizards really controlling things yeah i don't think so i think that's plausible i don't think so here's here's our biggest problem uh listeners is that Allie actually thinks that the people running the world are just like regular like humans that like go to sleep and poop and like have to eat like i mean imagine how crazy you have to be to, to believe that it's obvious that they're 900-year-old, nine-foot lizards. Right. It's totally obvious. That wear, like, three-piece suits and, like, monocles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. It's very obvious that that's what's going on. <sighs> I just wish you could see that. Why is it that you believe that? Because look at how evil things are. It can't be regular people. And look at how around the clock evil is. Like, evil doesn't sleep. It can't be regular people. We see, like, very, you know, messed up people all the time. Right? And you have to be pretty psychotic to even want to have that much power in the first place. Exactly. And I think that these people have made deals with interdimensional... Uh, beings that are from lower vibrational frequencies and those beings take the physical form of lizards and because the people have been possessed by them they've become these sort of humanoid lizards don't make them lizards lizards are adorable they didn't do anything wrong I think they're lizards I don't think so not like the lizards that like okay the better term would be dragons Not, not lizards like the lizards that crawl along the ground but like upright reptilian saber-toothed sort of beings, sort of specters, wraiths, if you will. That really makes me curious about how the theory of dragons came about, and was it metaphorical at the time? Think about it. Every major culture has a story about dragons. Right. Dragons don't exist. Where did that come from? Mm-mm. It's because they saw behind the curtain, uh-huh. and it was a bunch of guys that were like eight, seven, eight to nine feet tall that were upright lizards, that were playing like on a chessboard that was like looked like the planet, mm-hmm. and somebody saw that and they relayed it to the rest of society. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe this. Reptiles are you know the ones that have survived. You know. Exactly. They would know all of the secrets of the universe. They've right. been around for millions of years. Think about a crocodile. Mm-hmm. A crocodile has not changed for like what like ten million years. You could go back 10 million years and still see the same crocodile in the on the shores of Louisiana doing the same shit. Yeah. What do you think that crocodile knows? What do you think their generational intelligence could possibly be? 10 million birds. years. Birds are technically reptiles. Did you know that? Yeah, but they got their memories wiped. 
They got their memories wiped. So. Yeah, they got their memories wiped by the lizards. The lizards wiped the bird brains. I thought birds had eyes. What do you mean? Don't you don't you remember like the whole like thing about like birds watching us? Oh, that's that's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> that's just dumb. Birds are not watching us. I mean, if they wanted to make a mechanical bird that was like a drone and use it and use it as a way to spy on you, you better believe they could do that. And you would have no idea. But I don't think all birds are drones. Now they did find they did find a bug with a number stamped on it. So explain explain that scientist. They found a bug on the ground. So it's, it was on uh, Instagram. Some dude picked up like a little like water bug, and it had like a th- a three like stamped on it. Oh, explain that. Yeah. I would say that, like, something like that would be for, like, more of, like, a scientific experiment of, like, okay, like, they probably, which is kind of messed up, but they do the same thing with birds where they tag them sometimes, and then they wait for other people to find them, and then they see, like, you know, where they've transported to, what their current condition is, which I don't approve of, but, uh, you know, that's what they do. Nah, them shits are machines. No. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pause this and see how well that people can hear you. All right, let's do some anime of the fall. Top anime of the fall. I'm going to talk about some animes I haven't seen. Maybe I've seen a few of these. I don't know. I haven't actually looked through the entire list yet. But this is the fall 22 anime season. And uh, I'm looking at a list here on GameRant.com. And I've already ran into some familiar animes just from scrolling Crunchyroll. So it's good that I'm going to be getting to learn about which ones are good because, um, you know, I've been looking for some new anime. And this should help all of us out, just not just me, but also you. So the first one on their list is called More Than a Married Couple But Not Lovers. I imagine that title probably sounds better in Japanese, as most of these titles definitely do um so this is a unique romance anime high school students are paired off so they can play house and pretend that they're married each couple is graded depending on their willingness to work together during the assignment and they earn the option to pick a different partner if they get a high enough score so of course you have the shy male character is matched with the sort of alpha female character and he doesn't really like her at first and she doesn't really like him and they have their own couples that they want to be you know together with uh, or they have their own crushes that they want to be married quote unquote to uh, but they have to work together to get what they want so they can get a high enough score but of course right they start to grow on each other Um, they have a straight up review of it so let's read this Um, says, more than a married couple, but not lovers' premise creates this weird start-and-stop romantic tension as Jiro and Nakari are clearly presented as the primary couple, but their relationship is frequently put on the back burner to allow the story to push other options as genuine contenders. The secondary love interests are not particularly bad, but their dynamics with Jiro and Akari are less than interesting. And the central pair's unorthodox situation is more attention-grabbing. So they said when it's focusing on its lead, this anime is pretty great. So it doesn't sound like they loved this show, and I don't think I'll watch it based on 
this review, but if you are looking for some good romance anime, you might like that. So that's one. Um, let's see, what's another one here? Arknight's Animation, Prelude to Dawn. Gotta love these titles, folks. Gotta love these titles. Uh, Arknights is a free-to-play mobile game that debuted in 2019 in China and 2020 and the rest of the world with its spin-off game Arknight Enfield in the works. An anime adaptation of the original game was announced to help introduce the newcomers to this franchise. Anime based on mobile games trends tend to be overwhelming, but Prelude to Dawn has gotten off to a good start. So it's based on some sort of mobile game, which I'll never play, nor do I give a fuck about. Let's see what it's actually about. Uh, Arknights takes place in a world ravished by catastrophes that have resulted in the rise of a potent power source, Originium, along with a deadly infection dubbed Orapathy. God damn it. These names. People affected by the latter are ostracized by the rest of society, including the government, consequently a pharmacological, a pharmaceutical organization called Rhodes Island is working to find a cure while protecting everyone from the disease. So Prelude Dizon deserves deserves its praise for its opening episode's world building dropping players into one of Rhode Island's operations the game the anime wow the anime drip feeds information on this universe in a way that avoids bogging down the narrative with exposition that's a very hard thing to do if you're writing a story or if you're building a world starting it off and giving people just enough information to follow you but not too much to kind of you know, confuse them, or as this says, bog them down, uh, is really walking the tightrope, and it's not an easy thing to do. So even though this is based on a fucking game, um, I think I'll still probably try the first couple episodes just to see how they do it. Um, I'm just interested as a writer to see, like, what techniques they use to tell this story um, and make it potent and interesting. Uh, uh, Sorry about the dog, guys. Let's see if... I can get him to stop barking. Alright, so I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty. A lot, a lot. Love to hear um, it. And it's been fun, you know. Honestly, Battlefield is gone to me. You know, ah. Battlefield is dead now. I, I, until they come up with something new, they just... They lost a customer, man. Yeah, oh, big time. It, it would be like you open up a new restaurant, and I've been to your old restaurant, and I love it, and then you literally give me, like, a cold piece of, like, half-cooked fish. Yeah, and don't and do the right, don't react to it the right way, and then yeah. you're like, oh, I'm out, bro. Yeah, I'm piecing. I, yeah. I can't even be around that. So that's what happened with Battlefield. So I've, I've moved most of my gaming into Call of Duty. Most of my shooter time goes into Call of Duty. And I don't play Warzone. I, I do oh. not play that shit. The reason being... Is that there's a specific way that people play it's the pacing. Warzone hundred percent that I just can't get with, and no. there's a specific type of player oh. that I've been running into, and I found out what these players are called, and I thought we should talk about this on the show. It's called the Rat. Yes. Now, what exactly is the Rat? The Rat. Though? The Rat is your basically the worst kind of player you could ever think to come across. Now. I know a lot of people whose opinion of the worst player to come across are these sweaty kids, they call them. Sweaty, for those of you who don't know, or sweat is a kid that is constantly on the game, probably sitting in his mom's basement, literally sweating, <laughs> playing this game, taking it as far as he can. Now, yeah. sweats are in another realm. We're going we're gonna to stick to the rats here. A rat is a kid who sits in the corner in a building, corner camping, your whole time you're playing, like, like in an hour match, forty minutes of his match is spent in the corner or hard the, aiming, just literally aiming down the site, waiting for somebody to come through the door. Somebody who leaves little room for a challenge of a fight, right. whereas 
a casual player like me, I like I always call myself that. Mm-hmm. I do a little bit of everything outside of camping. A rat has different subgenres too. I would say a rat can be that. A rat's also somebody who runs around with a perk. Uh, what is it called in this one? It used to be called Danger Close. Now, basically, the the perk gives you less damage to explosives and right. uh, kill streak type explosives. Okay, right, right. so basically, it's a kid who will have that on a rocket as his primary, and he's yeah. going around shooting rockets at all at everybody. It's one shot if you, yeah. you know what I'm saying. One or I, my other definition of a rat is somebody who runs around with a riot shield. Riot shield can't stand you fucking riot shield use a riot shield and a knife or a riot shield and any other kind of melee with stunts basically yeah. their their goal of the game is to come across you within the distance throw a couple stuns at you run outside of your camera view speed up to you knife you if you're doing this in call of duty bro go play a different game please you're you're absolutely ruining the community more than these shit talkers have been more than these sweats have been these streamers whoever it may be Please stay away from this game if you play the game this way. You are the types that bring this rage-fueled act out of these people who are the cause of broken controllers, broken screens, broken systems. Whatever you do during your rage-fueled moment, you are the main cause of this. Yeah, and the the real scary part of being a rat is that I'm sure it's not fun to play that way. No, there's no way you respect yourself if you're a rat, bro. So, there's no way. That's my biggest thing with it is that I cannot... Like, bro, if, if you're sniping from one building the whole game and yeah. you go off, I have respect for you. You're doing something. You're doing something. You, yeah. you're As a sniper, unless, again, unless you're a sweat, you're yeah. not running around your game quick-scoping, quick-scoping. No, the majority of the time is you're staying complacent in one little spot, boom, mm-hmm. getting your five, six kills, then you're moving somewhere. You're not yeah. just running down the battlefield, boom, boom, yeah. boom. So, you know, there's a fine line of respect between somebody who's sniping and camping than just a straight-up AR, AR shotgun camper, whereas as soon as I run in the door, it takes zero, zero skill to, to kill me. Or just Lockwood 800 people or whatever that fucking gun is Dude, called. That, oh, my God. That shit just drove me insane. And, and I get it that the game is probably going to try to, like, you know, tweak the guns so that they're not so overpowered, but as it stands right now... I they're think not doing much. They're not doing much. Season and, 1 dropped. I haven't seen any nerfs yet, and it's okay. Like, I listen. I'm all for evening the playing field. I get it. They they don't want their core fan base, which is made up by console owners more than it is PC owners, because mm-hmm. we all know why. And although PCs perform and look doing everything better, they're way more expensive, which mm-hmm. is why they came out with these next gen consoles because they're yeah. affordable and they're right. performing at rates of. At least your average PC. Not right. talking your ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar PCs, but right. your couple grand PCs. These yeah. are performing at almost the same rates. Right. So right. I get it, but yeah, man, those damn rats, bro. Just we we need an exterminator big time over yeah. here, bro. There, there needs to be like a specific lobby just for yes, them so that they can play each other. Yeah, that would be fair. I was like, if you want to play it like a rat, then play with other rats. Yeah, in the rat lobby, and they just make it like a playlist called just for rats, just for rats, and 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 have fun, but don't play as a rat in a regular no. game. And it just it takes like you said, it takes the fun out of the game. It does, it takes man. The challenge out of it. All you're doing at that point is just trying to stay alive for more than seven seconds so you can get a kill, and it just changes. It literally degrades the game. It does. Like I said, there's no respect there. You have no dignity to play the game that way. That's like, bro, it's just, it's so bad. It's and, so and, they've, and they've been there for so long. It's like, yeah. that's my main thing is that, like, I feel like I, I put 
rats and hackers in the same category. Yeah. I have no respect for you. Right, right. Scammers, ra- uh, hackers, and rats are all the, basically cousins. They all exist in Go the same... Go sit in a room by yourself, yeah, bro. Please. They all, they all sit in the same category for me. So that is the rat. And uh, while we're on the topic of video games, I did want to talk about RPGs for a second because, one, I saw Sekiro is like 30 bucks now on, on uh, the marketplace, and I was thinking about getting it. But I, I, all, all I was doing when I was waiting to, to check that game out was kind of thinking about like what got me into RPGs and yeah. what were the RPGs that I really liked and what were the RPGs that I never got to play that right. maybe you got to play that I always thought oh, man. Would, be, would be like these awesome games. So I'll just start with the RPGs that I thought were like my favorites. Yeah. So uh, Final Fantasy X, definitely. That's the golden one. I, I love ten. I think love that it. that might be the one of the most perfect games ever made. Overall, it really is. Immer- it's still immersive. It I, is. I played it not that long ago, and I was like, I don't even care that this PS2 graphics. Like, you have the original, or do you have the remaster? I never played the remaster. Oh, bro! So it, they didn't do the same justice in the remaster that they did for seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. It was like same story, completely revamped game. Like if you look at the original seven. And the one that they dropped for PlayStation, yeah, you'll be blown away because yeah. it, it's literally that certain like similar to the game style. Mm. Everything else from today, your graphics, your visuals, your performance, and it is just beautiful. I haven't even played it myself. I've seen yeah. clips and videos. I was taken away by it. I think I've seen some uh, gameplay of Seven just because I was interested in it. And, uh, yeah, no, it did, it did look amazing. And I was like, oh, wait, they literally just remade a game, which is what every fan would Yeah, would you love. want that. Yeah, it's, it's just like a dream come true. But, yeah, getting back to Ten though, Ten is, like, has this um, mystique to it. It's really this, like, mysteriously immersive game that has all these secrets hidden in it and all of this uh, gameplay that it's just, like, you have to almost uncover. Like, you definitely do. You, and, and that's really, for me, is the heart of a good RPG mm-hmm. is, like, I can go off the beaten path and I'll be taken into down such a deep rabbit hole. I'll be basically playing a game, another game. Yeah, within the game. Yeah, a game within the game. And uh, that that for me was Final Fantasy X. Was I was just finding myself going off on these tangents in the yes. game that really took and would reward you. You'd get a secret weapon. You'd get like secret a, item, an incredible piece of you know some item. And that that for me, I'll never forget that experience. And I just wish that more games were like that. Another game, it's a lot simpler, but. Um, is just, I mean, when it comes to nostalgia, there's almost yeah, nothing. There's almost no game that puts me in the place and time where I saw the first trailer for it than this game. Kingdom oh, Hearts my, 1. I knew it. I knew Kingdom it. Hearts 1. And I'm sure this is a talked about, tired subject. I'm sure 20 million podcasts have done 20 million episodes on this subject. But guess what? I'm doing yes. my episode on Kingdom Hearts 1. This game, I mean, if you remember the original release in 2000, I believe it was 2003, yeah. you had this incredible trailer. Unheard of. Uh, unseen before. You had Disney characters, which I wasn't even that big of a Disney no. fan. But it made me a Disney fan. 100%. I got to interact with these movies that I had never, or that I had seen before. And like it, it, it took you into these worlds. Each part of the game took you into these hyper-immersive, extremely memorable worlds that um just just would take you into this whole adventure as a kid it really gave you that sense of uh wonder oh big time bro like in kingdom hearts to me was even more groundbreaking than final fantasy Mm. even though final fantasy was the reason kingdom hearts was able to come out but my reason was this alone 
If you came to me today and told me, yeah, we're going to make a video game with Final Fantasy characters, Final Fantasy world building, throw Disney characters in there with a story built around both, and mm -hmm. here's your end result, I wouldn't even give you time of day. Yeah. I wouldn't even check your trailer out. I wouldn't even look at it. <laughs> yeah. wouldn't even bother to play it. I would, it, would always, it would just sit on a shelf somewhere. Yeah. I would never even look past it. Right. Play the game. You're just you couldn't you could not believe everything about it, bro. Like you just said, the soundtrack for the game, Sound the characters, your world building, bro. You were just like, where the fuck did this come from? It's such a and it's such a game that you can feel was a labor of love for the people yeah. who made it. I I don't know too much about the development of the game, but I can feel that when they made it, they loved what they were doing. Absolutely, because bro. it gives you that sense of like, wow, the detail is here. The attention to my play experience mm -hmm. is here. And uh, I wish that they had made it a law that you can only develop games like, like yeah, that good. In that way. That well, yeah. Don't put it released. out. Yeah. Because it, it just set a standard that I, I mean, frankly, have not gotten back to in no. a long time. E know? Even even Square Enix, the company itself, like Kingdom Hearts 1 2, goaded. Yeah. Absolutely goaded. Um, part 3 came out. After what was it, ten plus years, they, it had been it in the a making ten for year hiatus, yeah, and it, it just didn't deliver the same way. And I don't yeah. know if it was like again, as much as I love nostalgic things in my life, mm -hmm. nostalgia sometimes can kill things for you too. Yeah. Because what you held on to so much that you loved these games, these mm -hmm. movies, whatever it is we're talking about mm -hmm. for, if it does, if it's not there the same way, mm -hmm. sometimes they don't hit. I, I've I personally haven't played the third. Not heard heard is good. Heard it's bad. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's kind of up and down for me, but I don't know. Kingdom Hearts 1, though? One thing you never heard of Kingdom Hearts 1 is, eh, it was all right. Never. You Anybody never I know it. that's played it, every person I know that's played that game absolutely loves and all you, the things we pointed right here. Yeah, and you and you go back to it. You go back to it at any time. Like, I used to have sleepovers at my friend Davin's house. Shouts out to Davin. Where we would try to beat Kingdom Hearts in one playthrough. Oh, yeah, good luck. And, yeah, good luck, right? But we would get kind of far sometimes, but the point is, is like, no game gives you that kind of enthusiasm. Doesn't make you like, want to do that, bro. Even if I could beat half of these games in one night, why would I? No. I don't. I'm not that interested. But no. Kingdom Hearts gave you this like you wanted to experience the. What's the next thing I'm getting of, to? Yeah, of the story, you were so excited to open up and unlock a new world. It really, uh, it really just was one of the greatest games of all time, and still is to this day. We all wanted Keyblades when we were younger. Yeah, we all wanted Keyblades exactly. So. Also, just quick side note: Did you ever play Mass Effect? Very briefly, but I, I'm I'm very well aware of just how how good those games were and how they're like. I I was told the first one, and it's still to this day I'm told this first one is one of the greatest games of all time. It really of is all time, and I and that's unfortunately another game series that I've I've been told and read about kind of fell down that same path of yep. as more came out, they just weren't delivering, they weren't doing the right things, but. In terms yeah. of the first one, like I, I just remember seeing on the cover mm -hmm. how many awards that game won, and I was like, bro, some I gotta check this out at least once. Yeah, it's it it really is like it's hard to realize, or at least it's kind of weird. It's a weird feeling when you've been completely satisfied with something. For like, sure. When you just look back at something, and you're like, oh, that was perfect. Like there's no no, I have no, no. notes because it's so rare that you get a game like that and Mass Effect I mean Mass Effect 1 sure there were some mechanics stuff they were it was a first try at a game yeah the second one incredible yep. game 
Mass Effect 3, incredible game. And when they started doing Andromeda and all yeah, the other Yeah, that's ones, when it went downhill. That's when it kind of went downhill. But you see, you, when you feel the experience of a sci-fi type of action RPG. Mm-hmm. And, and you, it's a shooter on top of and that. And it's a shooter. And it's good. Yeah. And you get what you want right. out of it. It's rare, man. It is, man. You that's, don't Especially even these days with, with as much creativity and time as put in these games today, you would almost think like... Nowadays, they should be able to blow a lot of these games out the water with right. no effort, but it's like they're not. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it was if it's necessarily that like that test of time where maybe certain things weren't done in this light mm-hmm. to where when it finally came out at that time, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, bro, this is what I've been waiting for. So mm-hmm. I, and I understand, you know, things can get overfilled or, or oversaturated with the more that everything mm-hmm. comes out, but. I gotta check Mass Effect out. You gotta check. I out haven't Mass given Effect. it enough time. You, you gotta check out Mass Effect. They have the whole collection. You can download at one in one oh. uh, game. Yeah, that's that's a must play. Absolutely, especially if you like any kind of RPG. Oh yeah, it really is that kind of game. So we ha- we were talking before the show about what my least favorite uh, action RPGs were, and I just I thought of one game that was just the biggest disappointment ever to me, which was Borderlands. But you said you liked Borderlands. Loved the first Borderlands. I loved it, bro. It just it was it, the the things that really did it for me were this. It, it felt familiar in a sense that you would want mm-hmm. for me, like w- with it being a first person shooter. The way you kind of ran around, you had your mm-hmm. vehicle selections, you had your different areas in the world, all these things. But what really did it for me was there were there was two main factors for me. It was this um. There was a sense of humor to the game that I really, for some reason, enjoyed at the time. Like, mm-hmm. like you got NPCs talking trash. Right. You got bosses that you're fighting that are, like, just just kind of putting you down in the sense that you're mm-hmm. not like, oh, I'm, I'm depressed over here. Like, no, right. I'm about to come kill you. Right, right. Like, you're not going to talk to me like this. And then <laughs> the other aspect of the game that I loved was, it, and it was one of the things that they advertised with the, the game, was the, the number of weapons that yeah. they had. Now... Yeah. There was a little letdown there for me because there was, like, if I'm not mistaken, over a billion different possibilities of guns you could get. Then you get to the end of this game, you find out you have two identical guns, Mm -hmm. same name, same effects, one point difference of the accuracy, one point difference of the damage. And that's, you kind of understand that's what they meant by that. That's what they meant. At the same time, though, there's still a huge gun selection, huge amount of guns you can find. And I, bro, I love that game. I, for me, it was such a letdown because of stuff like what you just said. Yeah. I was expecting this never-ending game. Maybe it was because I was young and I didn't really realize like what I was expecting. Right. It was probably not real. But it just the way it sold itself is this never-ending game mm-hmm. that had all this stuff that you'd be collecting forever. Oh, man. I was just so excited to just play that for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And then I get it, and I'm like, wait, didn't I do this mission before? Yeah. Haven't I shot this gun before? Haven't sure. I seen this guy before? And uh, it really just kind of bursted my bubble in a way that i just never really recovered from i i never no i get it for sure bro because they even i mean as much as i like the game i remember the very last mission like that that was your end all that was everything your work was going towards was finally getting to the last boss and having access to the vault the vault Mm -hmm. was this thing for those of you who haven't played borderlands of this huge mass array of just weapons in this area of this big alien that you come across smaller underlings of and all this and then you finally beat this last mission and totally underwhelming i'm, I'm thinking i'm walking in and there's 
hundreds, thousands of guns just everywhere on yeah. the walls. You get access to all this stuff, and it was it was the opposite, bro. You just yeah. kill this thing, you get a cutscene of the vault, and that's, that's kind it. of it. Yeah, that's there was something about it, it was like false advertisement. Yeah. Something about the game that I just really didn't like. But yeah, that's that's what I got for RPGs. I just wanted to kind of do a cursory sort of talk about best and worst. Let me but, prepare you for something real quick before yeah. we get on to the next subject. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned uh, Sekiro. Yeah. Ten out of ten game. Love. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a huge from software fanboy ever yeah. since Dark Souls three. Anything they've dropped, I've checked out. Mm-hmm. Loved the majority of their games. I will tell you this. Yeah. Because I remember we played a little. We played yeah. some Elden Ring, and I remember a few times how you told me you felt about the game. Yeah. Sekiro is the hardest game they've dropped. That's what difficulty I've heard. wise. That's why I'm very like on the fence very about it. Very on the fence because it's like I love the immersion of a game like Elden Ring. I oh, haven't yeah. played a game like that since. I still think about it every day. Like, man, well, wonder what it would have been like yeah. if I if I got to everything in that. They game. They set the bar for with Elden Ring. Rattle can anybody tells me it's so incredible, but. It was so fucking hard that I just I couldn't play it without playing with you. No, yeah, and it's, and it's hard to come back to. Like I've always gone gone through my phases with games like that, and Sekiro was definitely one. Now let me tell you why they say it's their hardest game, their most difficult game to date. Every other game they've had, I think, with the exception of Bloodborne, which I haven't played but watched enough on to mm. get an understanding of the game. Like I, like we already talked about this numerous times. Mm. Elden Ring, Dark Souls Three, even I played a little bit of Dark Souls One. A lot of these games, like, you can go through the whole game with one build, no problem. Mm-hmm. Boom. Switch your build. You can go through the whole game, no problem. As long as you know what you're doing, yeah. have an understanding of the mechanics. Yeah. Sekiro kind of took that. They wanted it to get away from that because that was what they were so known for was right. how their games worked and mm-hmm. just, every, just every understanding of their games. This game is a lot different because they introduced a new mechanic that mm-hmm. is so crucial to the game. You have to play by it. Yeah. It is, and that is the um the guard break and the guard counter mechanic. Now, for those of you who haven't played or are unfamiliar with this, this is how it works. You have bosses you can go up to, hack and slash, beat down, get their health down, boom, mm-hmm. you can beat them. There are other ones you have to follow the mechanic down to the last little detail to where if you can, if you're not good at understanding it or getting this down, yeah, you won't be able to beat the game. Wow. And, and, and like basically the way it works, I'll, I'll do a quick summary is. You have a posture meter on yourself and on the enemy. Yeah. Posture meter stands for how well you're guarding and what you're guarding. Mm. If you when you have to guard at this right time, when you guard an attack at the right time, sparks fly off your sword. That's how you know you got the right guard down. Okay. And it's very unforgiving. Mm. Like you can hit it at like the last little millisecond at mm. the wrong time, and you won't get the right guard. Yeah. You build the posture meter enough, your opponent gets staggered, and then you can perform. Uh, I think it's an execution or a critical hit on them, mm. which does so much damage. Like yeah. you strive. To get these, to get those hits. So if you can get that down, yeah, you will love this game. Even if you can't get it down, you might still love it. I love that game, bro. I even went back and played it around the time Elden Ring was out. Yeah, and I was even having fun. I was like, you know what? If I can do Elden Ring, (laughs) I'm going back and I'm playing this on the. uh, There's a no hardship mode. Yeah, which is where you get this item back in the very beginning, and Mm. when you do this, Mm. I think the only rewards you get are more XP and more uh, cash and and Mm. consumables from these guys. Right. But I think you take, you take thirty percent more damage throughout the game, as if it's not already hard oh enough. Oh my gosh! You take thirty percent more damage with that bonus. So. Oh my gosh! I don't yeah. know. I was kind of kind of fucking myself with that, but I wanted <laughs> to try it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back to Elden Ring first and just really get no. 
If you're doing that in preparation for Sekiro, don't do it. Don't it do won't. It. it won't serve it won't, any purpose it, it for you. It won't prepare you. As, aside from the, the the unforgiving, the unforgiving aspect of the game, that's right. the only similarity. Everything. Right. I mean, the settings are kind of similar. They're real mm. dark, eerie. You got mm. enemies that you'll see. You'll be like, oh, right. these look similar to the so and so, or this right. looks like this. So outside of that, it's a totally different everything game. is different. Damn. All right. Well, shit. Um, damn. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check more out on Sekiro before I go ahead yeah, and get it. Yeah, do it, bro. But yeah, that was our RPG segment, guys. All right, live. There it is. All right, live from Ali's basement. I got Dom here. It's another episode. You already know what it is. That's gonna be our next podcast. It's gonna be called "You Already Know What It Is." I have that. Yeah, that's that's the name. We found yeah. it, guys. But as as we're here, this is as it is. So this is the podcast that we've been doing. And I got Dom, and we're going to do a very special episode today. This is post-Thanksgiving, so I wanted to do something off the beaten path here. I'm going to have Dom look at some of my favorite rap songs. That's probably unknown to most of you viewers. People who know me personally, you know what I'm about to show him. Those of you who don't, this is going to be really interesting for you as well. So I'm showing you three things, Dom. I'm showing you... I'm ready. Icelandic rapper Aaron Khan. Okay. Uh, German rapper Fergie53. Yeah. And then American rapper High C. He's a pro proliferator of mushroom rap. So I've like heard of High C. You may have. He's he's starting to get bigger. So let me just you. Uh, by the way, audience, you're gonna be able to hear this music as well. So get ready. If you hate it, then uh, I'm sorry. Maybe you'll have to skip through this. But Dom, what I, what I need you to do? Sorry, I've got burger burps no, this episode. What I need you to do is watch the video, give me a 1 to 10 scale rating, and would you listen to this on your own? Those gotcha. are the three questions. Simple for me. All right, let's go. Rating, yeah, rating. This is that was high C. This is uh, a mushroom rap type song. This is the type of subgenre that high C uh, works in. Very psychedelic, very noise pollution esque kind of rap. So, what do you think of that upon first viewing? Overall, I'm gonna go with a flat seven. Okay, let me explain why. All right. First, with no critical way towards high C. It, a lot of the music I've heard. 
Mm-hmm. It sounds similar. Not that that's a bad thing. Okay. It does okay. sound similar. Okay. Um, I'm loving the visuals though. Yeah. I love the 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 constant zooming in and zooming out, mm-hmm. rotating camera. I like the the scenery that they're they mm-hmm. chose. Okay. Feel the sunflowers. It looked like he was on the street at one point. They're walking down mm-hmm. what I would assume is either one of their neighborhoods or probably one of his homies' neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like to me at least. Mm-hmm. Um, the effects were awesome. I I always love shit like that. Just whole bunch of color popping. Yeah. Yeah. It changed eyes. The dude that he had that looked like somewhat of a demon kind of reminded me of, if you've watched Death Note, yeah. like Ryuk. I think he was. Okay, okay. Yeah, That's exactly what it looked like to me. It was yeah. him. Um, so, yeah, I would say overall seven. I mean, he's got the swag. I seen the, uh, I forgot the brand name. What's the brand it's not Alexander McQueen that shirt he had on, was it? With all no. the green skulls? No, no. That's uh, Ed Hardy? No. No, I don't think it's Ed Hardy. I, I think it's, if I'm not mistaken, I think that is a... A designer brand shirt oh, with real? the green schools. I'm, if I'm pretty sure. I cannot think of the name off the top of my head and it's killing me. I don't know who that but is. But I that. It's, it's a famous shirt, bro. I've seen it so many times oh, amongst shit. rappers, rock artists, whole a whole bunch of people. Um, And then, I don't know, his, his style, I, I like it, though. I, I kind of like that. I call it that kind of carefree style, whereas mm-hmm. it's like... I feel like it's, a very, it's very situational on when you listen to this music and who you are. To have such a fond opinion of it. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, me and my boys are driving downtown for the night. We're about to go out to a bar or something, maybe mm-hmm. a club. We're going to go drinking. Yeah. Put this on. This is that shit that gets you in that mood. It gets right. you hype. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. gets you ready for your yeah. night ahead as opposed to other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all, like I said, it's all situational depending on your mood. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm going with my seven on this. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Would you listen to this? You would listen to this on your own. Absolutely. Okay. Right. I would. So that was I'm, I'm, a bi- I'm a big fan of... of one thing I always see these old heads don't ever seem to listen to. A lot of old heads talk crap about this music nowadays. I understand. Yeah. It's been like that since forever. When they right. were young, people were talking crap about their music. Right. It is what it is. The production, though. Mm-hmm. That is one thing I don't like that people don't give enough credit for mm. is the production of today's time because a lot of stuff from then, mm. you were having a lot of samples of like the same kind of beat patterns. It wasn't too many things changing. Now it's just... Yeah, you sound like you're in outer space here in noise with a lot of this shit today. So I'm liking this. I was outer space music for sure. Yeah. All right. So moving forward, this is German rapper Fergie Fifty Three. One of my favorite songs. God, more burger burps. Ah, why'd you like We got the cat biting us. We got me burping from eating too many sliders. I'm eating sliders while the show's going on, guys. So you'll have to excuse me. All right. So. Fergie 53, SOS, it's one of my favorite songs. I absolutely love the song. Don't let that influence you. If you don't like it, let me know. Oh, I'm giving you only honest opinions right. now, only regardless. Honest. All right. Yes, 
with that one a5 a5 um i'm liking the vibes of this one yeah and like we were just talking about before we started this up mm -hmm. that sense of cool yeah is here with that not that it wasn't as much with the first one but it's more so with this one from for multiple reasons for me for one i'm getting i'm get catching heavy travis scott vibes with this okay Okay. And I, I fuck with Travis Scott. I like yeah. Travis Scott's yeah. music. As as far as his voice and mm -hmm. how he's kind of singing, doing his little rapping at the yeah. same time. Yeah. The beat's there for me for sure. And I, yeah. again, man, I, I like... I, as, even as a kid, bro, I always used to like wonder what would make certain videographers, people that are shooting these music videos, mm -hmm. or maybe if it's the rapper's yeah. suggestion, whatever it may be. I always used to like to think about what would make them choose the scenery that they do. Right. right. Especially for, for like... <laughs> I understand a lot of that goes with like to fit with songs and mm -hmm. and the subject of the song, whatever it may be. But with this, it looked like he was at a badass crib with a whole bunch of land in the backyard. Yeah. I liked how it just showed them walking around through the city. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm a huge huge rap fan, so of course yeah. the weed smoke's gonna be yeah. in there. That's always yeah. gonna do it for me. Yeah. You know, I like the outfit. I, I like when I see a lot of these rappers, especially these upcoming newer rappers, mm -hmm. wearing some shit that I don't see people wear right. necessarily. Yeah. Half the time, more than half the time, it's it's always some cool shit to me because I'm mm -hmm. not, like, the biggest fashion head, but I can always recognize some shit that, like, if I see something in my head, I'm like, damn, that's hard. Mm -hmm. I would even wear that. Right. You got my vote automatically. You know right, what I'm saying? Like right. like that. So, I'm liking that. I like how, I don't know, he, he just seems so laid back in the music video. Not that I would expect somebody to be worked up or right, right. having a hard time, but you can really see it within the artists themselves mm -hmm. if they're keeping it where it should be as opposed to, like, like we were also saying before we got on air, mm -hmm. forcing it. Doesn't seem too yeah. forced, you know what I'm saying? He's just sitting back, he's probably high as hell in the music video, just chilling, yeah. doing his thing, doing his little bop, his dance. and Despite it, that this is in German, you feel like this should be a rap song. Like, oh, 100%. It, you know, like a, it's in a different language, but all the other markers are there for it to be a good Everything, song. Everything, bro. It, it had his boys, showed his boys, they were pouring up a drink. Yep. They had the, like I said, the weed in the video. It looked mm -hmm. like they were in the studio at one point. They were at the park sitting down. Just, yeah. It looks like almost like a day, like a look into the day of, mm. of this guy's life. Right. Is right. what it looked like to me. And yeah. I know that's kind of the image they want to sell yeah. to a lot of people. Like, yeah. this is what we do. This is what we're doing. But right. it fits perfectly. Okay. So, 8.5 to Fergie 53. All right. I'm just getting text messages. Yeah, I see that, bro. Phone's there. jumping. Yeah, and it's like nobody was texting me 25 Only minutes Only when ago. we got something important to do. You know, that's how it always is, bro. We're doing a show. Suddenly, I'm the most popular guy in America. Oh, yeah. All right, let's see here. This is Icelandic rapper Aaron Khan.
with this one okay this is an eight this is an eight i like um i'm a, I'm a huge fan of like distortion within visuals yeah so yeah. I'm, I'm always going to be a fan of that kind of stuff especially with the opening here yeah um again productions for sure there i feel like that's one thing i've always like especially again as of late when i have my opinions on these like newer songs mm-hmm. mainly rap i'm, right. I'm you know i don't I do kind of go off into other kinds of music, but my main standpoint of, of my opinion over music is definitely with rap. Mm-hmm. I like the effects in this, too. I liked how it looks like like kind of dark and eerie mm-hmm. in the video, like almost as if like a huge storm's brewing. Mm-hmm. But I liked how within the background, he had that that light mm-hmm. going along with his with the, with the bass line mm-hmm. of, of, his, of his beat. You know, I, like, I always like stuff like that because if you can get everything on all your sensory levels, it just... It does something different to you when you're watching mm-hmm. it, you're hearing it, seeing it all at once, and it's like everything's meshing, everything's working well with it. Mm-hmm. I like that, and I kind of like um, don't don't, don't maybe like sound crazy with this. Yeah. Was he speaking? He wasn't speaking English, was he? No, he's speaking Icelandic. Okay, good because some of the words sounded like he was but, saying in English. I, yeah. I thought I heard the word "fuck" a couple of times. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Fuck, I was like, is, am I, is yeah. he just saying this or "fuck's yeah. universal"? You know, right, wherever yeah. you are, it is exactly, for sure. But yeah. I like that because don't let me sound like so close to home or so like mm. so held within but it's not too often i can hear music in other languages and really mm-hmm. like bop my head to like say oh damn i, I like this like mm-hmm. again his flow was there his flow regardless was there. of if i understood what the words he's saying or not the yeah. flow was definitely there but you can still tell yes that, that, that he's flowing on the beat now the about the language thing it's interesting with a lot of these like germanic languages you may not know exactly what they're saying but you know, yeah, you get the gist of it for yeah. sure because, it, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's not, not that it is the same language, but it, it isn't. A lot of English or mm. not English, a lot of language derives mm. derived from mm. other languages, exactly. especially our language, right. which is literally a stolen language. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. Made up of a few different ones meshed together. You exactly. know what I mean? So yeah, that's why you can kind of get somewhat of an understanding. But no, yeah, solid eight with that. 
Yeah. I, I like that. I could definitely see myself listening to it. And he's it, so. really selling the vibe. Yeah, he's got the glass. He got the shades on. Yeah, he's got the just, denim jacket, the hoodie under. You know. Yeah, and this is a little dated, but at the time, this was exactly on point. Even so, to this, I mean, we there's yeah. a lot of American rappers who have still videos like with like at least quality wise, who look exactly like this. Definitely, they, some of the biggest rappers out right now. So definitely, he's definitely hitting it where he needs to. Definitely, man. So yeah, so those were the three big ones that I had. Um, I just I one of the things that I really enjoy about listening to foreign rap is to see how can somebody make something that's so familiar to me seem you know distinct and unique yeah that like what are they bringing from their own culture for sure into this but still keeping within the realm of rap right yeah not going too far outside of it and and uh, like what we were talking about um before the show I think some of the biggest culprits of people who don't follow that formula are actually the English, the British. Oh, big time. Um, their biggest problem is that they tried to turn rap into their thing. And you can never do that. That's Then it's no longer rap. It's whatever the fuck else you're doing, you know? So with the Germans, with the Icelandic people, with some of the other um, rappers that I was showing, they're playing the, they're playing the game as it should be yeah. played. But they're bringing in their own thing to it, which is interesting. It, it is know? because you, like you were just saying, you kind of get, like, at least through media, media consumption, I feel like, at least nowadays, is, like, the the biggest way that people can get an understanding of cultures and, mm-hmm. and things like that outside mm-hmm. of your own country. Because mm-hmm. within America, even if you've stayed within the same state your whole life, you kind of have an idea of how majority of other states are just from things you've seen. Right. Now, when you take it overseas, like, with what you were just showing me... Mm-hmm. It's cool to look at because you feel like no matter who you are, where you are, it's so different everywhere. But within certain things, music being obviously the topic we're speaking on now, yeah, it's really not too much different aside from maybe what they're doing in their day-to-days because yeah. obviously everything's not the same here as right. it is there. Right. But I love that you said that because like you just mentioned with the British rappers, it's kind of <laughs> like it doesn't work too well because their day-to-day and what's so used to them, what's surrounding them and their environments... Yeah. Not, I don't want to say the word doesn't fit in because I feel like that's kind of exclusionary. It, it is, yeah, but it kind of doesn't fit in the best with with the things that are so normal to them as they are with us. Because yeah, listen to what they talk about, they do, and then it's like, man, these guys rapping this. Yeah. I don't know, bro. <laughs> you know. I, don't let me sound too hypocritical. That I don't want to sound like that because rap of course you know a big rap hip-hop head would probably come over here and tell me oh bro what do you mean nobody has to be a certain way or live a certain life to be a rapper but you kind of do rap's one of those genres of music you kind of do because like we mentioned you got to have that cool factor and unfortunately over here in america you know a lot of bad shit is cool here so that's why it's so involved within rap music and we also we win the doing bad shit game easily so I mean, when I how was America founded, you know, <laughs> right. all on bad shit, so. so. it's like, when I see British rappers trying to be hard, I'm like, one, it's, hard, it's unbelievable, it's a little hard to believe. It's like one 16-year-old in Chicago is harder than your entire country. Literally. And, and it just is true. It is, it is, it's got honest <laughs> truth, you know, you know, stick with it or don't, but it's the truth, so. So that's why I say, like, make it party, make it fun, make it enjoyable, like, that's like, uplifting in a way that makes it almost funny but not laugh funny. yeah not make fun of you funny but like damn this, this i like this like I, I, there's yeah. rap i've heard that i've laughed at yeah like dude this is this guy's a joke i'll never listen to this and yeah. there's other rap that i've like black youngster right i don't think he's the greatest rapper by any means nowhere yeah. near that right but 
the content of his songs, what he does in a lot of his videos, mm-hmm. when he talks about how he says these things, right, right, right. how he's moving around dancing his videos, is funny and enjoyable. So yeah. I, I get what you're saying with that for it's, sure. It's have fun, not make fun. Yes, exactly. Know? And so this is why I think the Austrian rapper Young Hearn does such a great job of influencing the European scope of how to how to do rap. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I and I'm really appreciative of somebody like him being there because he's bringing it to. Uh, you know, I live in Austria. Obviously, I can't be hard, right? So what else can I do? And that's why I think videos like Schlim, which is uh, one of my favorite videos by him, really show you... What they do. Yeah, it, it, it really shows you, like, what's possible. Yeah. Right, and I, you see, and I like how they got a little bit of, like, there's, at least for me, just that, what was that, like, 40 seconds of the 40 video, a minute, minute in? Minute, minute. Just from that one little minute clip, I mean, i seen so many different influences that were in there, but not too much, and he doesn't go too far into the influence to yeah. where it's like, bro, you don't do this. Kind of right, like, right. like, for example, that that whole, the... Uh, the series of pics that they they had of them on the car, like yeah. him and his boys, like yeah, with all the different that. poses. Yeah. That's over here. Like right, in rap, that. you see that all day. You know right, what I'm saying? So right. I like that. Then it looked like, then I liked what I caught peeped instantly was the chessboard he had yeah. played. You know what I'm saying? I like shit like that yeah. because to the average person that comes off as nerdy, I don't right. think it is. I no. think a chess is an awesome thing. You yeah. have to be like very tactical with chess. You got to yeah. be very strategic. So I like that they show, okay, you know, we play chess here. And then, yeah. Maybe I seen it wrong, but it looked like he had a giant tennis ball right there too yeah, that yeah, they were yeah. bouncing around. Yeah. I thought I got humor out of that. That was funny to me because it's like, w- what sport do we usually see affiliated with rap? Basketball, right, basketball football. You know, nothing playing. outside of that. He's yeah. got a big ass tennis ball here. He's yeah. got the umbrella. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's like flashy in its own sense. My man has a Houston Astros hat on right now. Right. For those that are listening, <laughs> these guys are in Austria. You know what I'm saying? That right. that's, that's showing you right there. Like these guys are very into the culture over here in America. And I like that. He's got the mm-hmm. the Nike vest the Nike on. Like, vest. come on, man. And, and like, they're, you know, they're, like, our cars might be, like, slabs, like, classic American Yeah. Cars. Their cars they are They got Porsches. the foreigns. For, yeah, to they, us, they, these are the foreigns, bro. He's got the Porsche. But those are their, those are their cars. So, they're taking the format and then placing their authenticity yeah. over it instead of the other way around, trying to place your authenticity, trying to change the format and then force your authenticity through. No, and what else I like too was like this. This thought just dawned upon me. Like here, the music videos when we watch them here, it's like okay, you see the Porsche, you see the Lambos, the Ferraris, whatever it is. Those are the foreigns. Those are yeah. like damn. This, this is what rappers get. This is what rappers mm-hmm. drive around in. Mm-hmm. That's normal to these guys. That's I'm their, sure it's yeah. so normal to them. He's like, okay, yeah, you see these everywhere. Here, yeah. you're like in more expensive, high-end mm-hmm. areas is where you're seeing these cars. So mm-hmm. to see that and know that that's the norm for these guys, it gives you a more clear idea of what 
their day to day is like. Exactly. So I like put you in their world. Yeah, man. So yeah, that was that was my rap segment, and I think we should do more of these. And uh, you should definitely um, pick. I'll try to get. I was about to say I'll try to get some shit of of maybe what you might not listen to. Definitely. Yeah. Because you probably know a lot of stuff I haven't listened to. Because I I'm on like YouTube all the time, just looking at songs. Yeah. if there's anything you know, you find that you're like, oh yeah, you gotta check. This oh, I got. Out. I mean, the, see, and here, here's what the difference will be with probably the songs you've shown me as opposed to the ones I have. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. So these things are gonna be more notable, more more well known while we're here because. Right. Right, right. You, you know how algorithms go. You yeah. know everything is based off what you like, mm-hmm. what you listen to, what you click, related subjects, yeah. all that. So of course, yeah. us being over here in America with the norm, mm-hmm. that's gonna probably come about way easier than. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like you said, my man's had one of the dudes had sixty views on one of his videos. Yeah, you know literally what I mean? had sixty views. Yeah. So it's it's really about you know just trying to get a good scope of like what rap is out there and what it's doing. Yes. You know, not so much like of course we want to know is it good or is it not good. Yeah, but, that's the main yeah, but, but what does it do, you know? Yes. And that's that's what, what where I am with rap right now. But uh all right, so let's let's move into the next segment here. <laughs> 